take responsibility. I could do this all day. This is it. Don't get scared now. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Cinderella story, out of nowhere. It's in the hole! That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Whoa! 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 Does that get everybody in their head and in their heart every time? What an intro. Welcome back to Capital Hacking. This is Josh McCallan, your host, faithful host, and we have a wonderful co-host. His name is Eric Cabral. Hello. How are you? Guys, that intro. Do you guys hear my breath is taken away every time? (laughs) I feel like I'm riding the crowd at a concert when I hear that. Okay. And there's a reason for that, Eric. You and I were talking about it earlier. So we're going to jump into the second episode here. See, Capital Hacking is going to be uh, organic. So we hope you guys enjoy these first few episodes as we chart the course for something that um, is extremely close to my heart personally. And thank you, Eric, for joining me. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. So I... um, I don't even know. You know, I don't even know how to share my heart right now. Uh, well, can we begin by defining capital hacking again? Because I think the audience needs to know what this is all about. What are we talking about? What is capital hacking? You know, you let's, got let's it. frame it like that. You know, uh, we did a, a brief definition last time where we focus on power. And as a matter of fact, if you go back and you hear our intro, you'll hear a lot of comments about power. Uh, so anyway, capital is power. It's a power to do something. And we, we will define that every time a little bit. But hacking. Now, one time you and I were talking and you thought, is hacking a negative word or is it a positive word? Right. And there's, a, there's a fine line. People see it different ways. I like how Eric is so damn good at hacking. He's eating dinner while <laughs> podcasting. So he's hacking his time right now. But no, here's why we feel hacking is a positive. Again, we're going to keep referencing the great saint of podcasting, Tim Ferriss. Hey, Tim. Great to see you again, buddy. Can't wait to catch up with you later. (laughs) Get in the sauna. (laughs) No saunas. Anyway, here's the point. Tim Ferriss, famous guy from 4-Hour Workweek. We definitely have a lot of respect for the guy. He talked all about life hacking. We we keep telling ourselves, isn't capital hacking life hacking 2.0? So if life hacking is all about making sure your life, uh, you maximize it, this is all about maximizing the power you have. And uh, you'll see, guys, you'll see there's a lot of Spider-Man in the uh, the opening credits. Can't get over this guy's eating dinner. He's actually <laughs> eating dinner in the second Capital Hacking episode. <laughs> I mean, just because, Eric, just because, okay, here's what, I'm going to give Eric an intro and he's going to have to chew quickly. Just because Eric's a famous podcaster already, and just because I was able to recruit him onto our team, he runs uh, Entrepreneur Circle. That's Entrepreneur Circle's podcast, iTunes, and all kinds of platforms. And make sure you like it and subscribe because he is the best colleague we could possibly have. Honestly, phenomenal. You should hear his radio voice, by the way. I'm getting over because I, <laughs> I, I know this is bugging the shit out of you. And here's the great thing, though. On my podcast, it's just me, right? So I can't eat? eat. I can't because it's me. But the fact that it's so nice having someone at the driver's seat, like somebody behind the wheel other than me. So I'm sorry. Soon, the one or two listeners that joined us on the first episode are going to drop us. 
and we're going to be out panhandling. <laughs> so wait, so capital hacking. Oh, yeah. Yes. So you said hacking wasn't a positive word. You and I got into fisticuffs about it about <laughs> six months ago when I shared my dream with you and yeah. you crushed it. Then we worked hard. Yes. And immediately I think you started saying, wait a second, isn't, is hacking negative or is it positive? And so I said, well, my boy Tim Ferriss gets away with saying it. So why is that? So then you and I studied that. Mm-hmm. And hacking is the mental technique of finding minimal input for maximum output. If you want to think of it that way, you're, you're maximizing everything you have by hacking using a technique that you creatively developed mm-hmm. to achieve much more results, higher results, and in our case, we hope better results. Right. Yes. And it's about being efficient, right? I like getting there. I like getting and, there. And, and, and not necessarily shortcuts like i was mentioning about hacking sort of can be viewed that way but in this case it's it's more about being efficient and ha- and, and and arming people with the power right yep. so uh, speaking of power um what was your experience feeling powerless when you were going through the capital raise for your most recent project renault winery now now that's true eric i appreciate you asking because this is um this is super close to our heart, too. Yeah, congratulations, by the way, on that. Well, thank you, buddy. I mean, just, just because you have the world's top entrepreneur podcast doesn't mean we all, you know, we all look up to you as well. <laughs> but thank you for, for complimenting the Renault purchase. It's a, it's, it was, it was, it's a major feat, man, and, 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 and a big, big thing for you, your family, and everybody involved. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Let me, let's big, back, big. Should I back up and tell them what please, that is? Please, tell everyone what okay. it is you accomplished because you moved a mountain. If you guys Mountains. are watching on TV, you'll see that there's product placement all around me. <laughs> <laughs> Renault paid for that. So Renault Winery. The third oldest winery in America, brought to you by Louis Renault, 1864. Yes. Okay, that's actually the whole story right there. The story is, uh, I've had a very, very, I've had several blessings in our lives. Nine children, a beautiful wife of 22 years, Melanie. Hello, how are you doing, beautiful? We love you, Melanie. We do, actually, we do, in a great way. And uh, that lady has power, by the way. She has tremendous heart well, and She power. puts up with you, right? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, that's a low blow. <laughs> Now here, here, here's what happened. So uh, Melanie and I uh, have been very privileged. We've lived in Europe as a, as a worker. Uh, uh, we've we've done some really fun projects. And and in and about twelve years ago, I got to start becoming a builder developer. Worked with great people, a wonderful partner there. And about seven years ago, I found my heart's passion for work. I already knew my lovely wife was my passion. Now I found our work's calling passion, which was to build and restore historic resorts. Uh, because there's an economic benefit. You can attract great returns. Uh, but more importantly, it's all about people. And our calling in life, I feel, for me, is to work with people at all levels, socioeconomic, and to work with how they can achieve what they are born to do. So anyway, so hospitality gives me uh, and our team of a tremendous privilege of working with numerous, numerous people, people that are every end of the spectrum from young people to mature adults to very, very humbly paid people that work in um, bus like me as a bus boy. You don't get paid very much all the way up to the executive chefs and everyone in between. So this is a long way to answer the fact that this summer, well, you can't tell when this podcast was airing, but it's airing at the beginning of the winter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we we found the Renault Winery. Renault Winery is outside of uh, Atlantic City. It's on, uh, you know, it's near Philadelphia, for those of you who are national viewers. 
And it's it's got some shocking story about it. it. It really is the third oldest winery. It was founded in 1864, and this is actually not a commercial. But my but what we what we found when we got there was a very dilapidated resort. As a matter of fact, it's still operational, and you can you can get a cheeseburger there every day. But but there's it's lost its luster. It's it's buildings are a little bit in decay. Uh, the culture is a little bit tired, and so we knew that we wanted to buy it and restore it. And we knew the numbers were going to work. And therein lies the challenge. We knew we could get it done. We knew how to run a hotel. We knew how to restore it construction-wise. We knew how to train hospitality. But we did not have tons of money. And, you know, remember, capital doesn't just mean capital cash, but sometimes it means capital cash. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Melanie McCallan. Josh and I are just so grateful for the many investors who have already joined us at Accountable Equity. Accountable Equity is so much more than a capital group. It's really a community of accredited investors that want to learn and grow together. I just want to personally invite you, if you want to find out more about this type of investment and see if it's right for you and your family, please visit us at accountableequity.com. Sorry, I didn't mean to distract you there. We, no, we're, 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 we've got we're a multi-camera. Yeah, yeah, we got we're a in a production studio here, everybody. So, so the capital, the capital was the only issue left. We already had a great business plan. We knew we knew the people that we were finding and that were on our team were going to be up to the challenge. And that's when the question was: Is well, do we have enough capital to buy it? It's a five million dollar purchase price. Yeah. It's a five million dollar investment after you purchase, and then you have to pay for everybody's wage while you're ramping up. So, it, it becomes a multi multi million dollar project. And we're normal, hardworking people. So how do you do it? Yeah. And that's where the quest became reality. Yes. How do you capital hack? Right. But can you talk about what you were accustomed to? Oh, yes. <laughs> and so the before, contrast between yes. this project and your previous projects. So again, privileged to work with a great team, but that team had their own capital. And I got to be a minority partner in building a, a famous resort business in New Jersey and actually nationally, but the capital came from the family that, that had the resources. There was no fundraising effort, if you want to think of it that way. So I got uh, the privilege of being able to, to execute right on a plan uh, to purchase things, to build out things, and, and we returned profit to that family, but we never actually raised money. So this became my first time having to go out and invite investors to join us. Right. And that's when we met, during that process. That's true. Right? We met true. while you were fundraising, and you had this spark in your eye. This <laughs> it was more like you know uh, laser bolts, and you <laughs> said, uh, "You know, hey man, I have this idea called capital hacking. You already had the name and everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's you true. said, you know, this is what I'm going through. I'm raising, I'm raising a lot of money, and I'm here um, talking to investors, and." Um, can you help me build something that will make this easier, not only for myself, but for everyone out there who wants it? Yeah. Right? No, yeah. okay. See, Eric has a better way to explain it because he's right. As soon as we were in the middle of this mess, it took us five months to raise the money. It took us five months to make sure we had the lending. Yeah. And, and it process, wasn't easy, right? Because I remember when we first hard. spoke, you were like, oh, yeah, I'll have it. A few weeks, I'll have it. Remember your perspective then? Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah. I God. said, oh, man, oh, you're so God. confident. No, that's the thing about Josh. <laughs> he is the most confident dude you would ever meet. 
and he's always on. I've never even seen you at you're always at an eleven. I've never even seen you anything less than an eleven. Oh god, oh god. Um, and <laughs> and tried. no, but you 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 know you knew what it would took, but also there were going to be hurdles along the way. There were. Uh, some other time, guys, when you and I do, maybe we'll have a capital hacking conference. Yes. And at that conference- Not maybe, we will. Okay, we will. Let's do it. Let's schedule it. When At that conference, all of you great people, I will tell you the details, but let me give yes. you the aerial view here. We thought we had partnerships with large, wealthy, either fundraising groups or private equity groups or just fat cats, I call them, mm -hmm. three times. Three times I had raised that $5 million. Mm -hmm. I think I raised it the first time in September with a group that said, we will write the whole check. Just let's get to the lending program, blah, 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 blah. Mm. A month goes by, they disappear. They move on to a different project. Another fat cat comes in. They're going to buy out all the equity with me, be my partner. It's great. This whole time, I was uneasy. This whole time where I would get one major uh, group or one major person, I was a little uneasy about that. Because I felt called to have what I call a democratic fundraising effort, mm -hmm. an effort where a normal family uh, that have some means, but not billionaire means, could join us, take a fraction of what we're about to do, because we produce amazing results. Like literally in the double digits are easy for us to return to people. A lot of times we're in the 20 and 30 percentile range of returning money. So instead of just giving that to fat cats, we were hoping to give it to hardworking families. Yeah. And every time a fat cat would say, I love your plan so much, I'll buy it out, it, was a, it felt like a moral dilemma for me, to be mm. honest with you. I felt like, oh, this is the easy route. Yeah. But it didn't feel right. And honestly, I don't know whether you, you know, the universe or God was teaching me a lesson. It, it actually wasn't what I was called to do. I was called to learn how to capital hack, make it real, and buy a resort. So actually, I think that's what you always say. The Renault represents the, the proof of capital hacking. Mm. Yeah. We, Absolutely, uh, we uh, we 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 ended up doing it with people in the range of fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars at a time, and boy, is it fun! So what? So what were some of the main takeaways for that experience? The main takeaways were, um, you know, I crystallized my ability to capital hack. But see, I don't think capital hacking just has to mean raising money to buy resorts, even though that's mm. what I do every year. Right, right. It could, it could be it could be anything: buy a single family, a multifamily, you know. Start a business. Start a business. Yeah. So for me, what I learned was it it came down to creativity, hustle, time. Got to put your time in. Yeah. And you got to show. Now, here's where capital hacking is, though. All those things are nice, and you've heard those mantras a million times. What we did, and I credit all the people around us because we filled the room with wonderful people like you. Mm -hmm. We found a way to achieve the goal I always say kill two birds with one stone. So for example, if an investor joined us, we, we, we were very efficient at making sure they, they could bring a second investor. Instead of having mm -hmm. to go out and find that second investor, a lot of times our investors found the second investor. Yeah. Uh, because we would, uh, uh, because we fell in love with our investors, it was very natural for us to work with them to attract the other people. And we also had a great, um, there's one major thing that happened. This is the true my favorite capital hack is during that period of time, we signed an LOI to do a reality TV show. My, my yes. poor wife and I, <laughs> with the nine kids, restoring beautiful resorts that are in dilapidated condition is, we believe, going to be picked up, hopefully by one of the major networks in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. And that whole time, it actually created an energy. Mm -hmm. So here we are trying to raise money, 
But at the same time, by allowing the producers to work with us to shoot a, an actual pilot TV show, it attracted money. Mm. So the very effort of doing the show attracted money. Whether the show got picked up yet or not, it didn't happen yet. Yeah, It's in the works. We're in the final few weeks here. Uh, but that energy is part of capital hacking. You got to find a way, whether it be creativity, by motivating other people to, to be self to be interested in what you're doing, uh, by creating value. We really honed this capital hacking technique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I agree. Um, you know, it's about being creative. You know, it, it's about using your resources and 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 being efficient with those resources, and using them in the correct ways. You know, there's a lot of people out there that I know that um, they have ideas and then they try to implement, and they go about it in the craziest way, in the most inefficient way, and then they go, "It didn't work." No, you didn't work. You know, right. you didn't arm yourself with the power of capital hacking. You didn't arm yourself with the tools necessary, the networks that were necessary, all the things that you could have leveraged to get you to where you wanted to go. Um, you know, it's 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 really about that. So that's yeah. So this show will do everything from those of us that want to that want to have. We want to go from motivation to action. So we've all been motivated by an earlier podcast of some other brand, or we've read a great book. Now we want more pragmatic steps. How do I take that energy and turn it in using techniques of capital hacking and actually raise capital if that's your calling yeah. or take the capital you have and, and do bigger and better things, maximum effort from minimal input. So you said it to me and I appreciated it. I never want anybody to go through the challenge of charting the course of raising money themselves or how I, learning how I, – I think what we're willing to do and happy to do is it's now it's our time – to share with people how to pull all the resources you have, yeah. put them in one place, and create power. And that's why with great power comes great responsibility. And for us right now, with your help, Eric, thank you very much, we're going to codify this technique-driven training. We are going to bring on – here's how the show is going to go, and I know you and I know this, but we can share with the audience. We're going to start highlighting true experts of capital hacking. We'll have – Oh, we're moving we're moving around here. We're moving around. Uh, we'll have people that have done it before. We're going to take lessons from them. How did they capital hack? By the way, you know who yeah. some of the greatest are of this? Uh, on Bigger Pockets, they always talk about house hacking and things like that. It's where you, long story, but you buy one house and you, get, you live in half and rent the other half out and live for free. That's incredibly good capital hacking. That fits yeah. under the, the brainstorming category of capital hacking. Um. But we're going to really highlight those veterans of capital hacking, glean from them mm -hmm. one or two techniques in every presentation that we can put into work in our own lives that week and start maximizing what we have yeah, and what we can produce. Yeah. So what would you say is w one thing that you can give to the audience um, that they can implement? You know what? I think uh, it all begins with... Um, yeah, I'm going to share one hack that I think we all really, really, really want to work on in our lives. And I call it, we call it adversity hacking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Adversity hacking is taking the the grain of uh, the kernel or the golden nugget out of every major setback. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. My setback was fat cats kept trying to buy out the equity and tell me my life was going to be easy as long <laughs> as I could just build out this hotel. Yeah. And when you lose a deal in the last minute. And I lost it with celebrities. We lost it with all kinds of fat cats. And by the way, I respect fat cats, even though you're fat, you're not, <laughs> you know, you're a cat, which makes you funny. So 
But I'm sure they capital hacked their way to become fat. So yeah, well, fat in a good way, by the way. It's phat. <laughs> um, so the fat cats taught me tremendous lessons. I would say each of those adversities was like a punch in the gut. Mm. That's one of the other things we're gonna we're gonna talk about here. And I think the lesson for today is is adversity hacking. What kernel of truth can we take out of each every each and every setback yeah. to make sure we're ready? to win in the next round. Yeah. And, and, and just to add to that, you know, um, it's not about avoiding adversity. You know, if you're out there, you haven't done, um, much, you're, you're working in a corporate job, you're trying to, you want to be inspired. You want to learn from Josh about how he does things and how he, um, how he, uh, conquers adversity. Um, my takeaway and my advice for that is to hit it head on. Do not run away from it because you will learn from it. You know, you'll fall down and you'll learn. And that's how, that's my version as well. And there's many, many, many arms and many, many sort of branches off this capital hacking tree, but it's, it's about adversity. It's about falling down and learning and figuring it out and becoming stronger. Yeah. And let's not be afraid of it. Uh, what's the worst that can happen? You know, there's that old saying, if you don't ask for it, you'll ne- there'll never be a yes. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, the worst thing we can do is 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 lose. So for me, I guess capital hacking, I have a technique. And I always we always picture the worst case scenario. Embrace it. Then just go faster. Right. Because the faster you go, I, I tend to think speed and intensity can overcome a lot of challenges. So uh, – Adversity hacking, when you start pulling the kernels of good out of all the sad that happens in our lives, you become one of those people that achieve. And really, at the beginning of this is we want everyone to be an achiever. I I wrote notes over the last year as we brainstormed becoming your partner on this and and doing capital hacking. We said, "Why uh, why do I care about this? Why do you care about being part of capital hacking? And I think it's because we're the people that, that notice life as a precious gift. And it's a gift we feel like we were given. We have some responsibility to give back. But it's not just to get through the motions because there's never been a story or movie written about the guys that get through the that 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 get through the day. Movies are only about the people that overcome great adversity or great wins or become mm-hmm. championship football players after falling down. And capital hacking is going to hone your strength. It's going to hone your strength to take that good out of each adversity. We're also going to pave the way. So now let's talk about the community that's mm. forming around Capital Hacking. Yeah. We're going to pave the way. This show and the audience you and I already know, and that's why you go, you and I go to so many networking events, they actually do have capital in the form of cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's time that we collect and aggregate cash so that when we find the people with the passion, the energy, the talent, and the time, that the cash does show up. And that's, that's like a magical part of going to any entrepreneurial seminar. They always talk about the cash is not the problem. It's the doer and the idea and the opportunity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're, we're honing, you and I are going to be finding those opportunities. There is going to be an element of, we all get involved in great opportunities here. I think there is going to be an economic component to capital hacking eventually. But in the meantime, we're going to develop our strengths, our muscles. It's like, it's like uh, preseason. We're in preseason. <laughs> you and I are going to kind of start yeah. crystallizing what we think uh, allows someone to achieve tremendous re- success. And then we're going to go out and start working with good people that, that are part of this. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I agree. And I want to point out to the folks out, out there. So our show is going to be a good mix of, you know, Josh and I talking and Josh, um, you know, educating and providing all the wonderful experiences that he has. And he's currently having, um, and, you know, 
I can't wait to get to that point too, because I did witness you and your element, um, you know, inspiring the troops, you know, back at Renault. But it's also going to be about, um, like Josh said, bringing people in that are experts and people who have accomplished so much in their lives and in their business. And we want to dissect that. We want to bring that to you guys um, with the recipe. You know, here it is. And, um, you know, go cook it up. Yep. And and we'll we'll sign off here. But I want to say this, you know, listening to all these podcasts, and I'm thousands of hours into listening to other good people, probably like you are, I, every time I hear uh, a show run its course, I think the hosts are the beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's the entire audience. So you and I, we're going to put a lot of time into this. We're going to put a lot of heart into this. We're going to make sure we have the best content each week. But honestly, we probably will be the most richly rewarded because yeah. we're going to learn. And Absolutely. learning is the key. Yeah. So at this point, we want to sign off. And for those who, what is the expression again, Uncle Ben? With great power comes great responsibility. Thank you. And until next time, go Capital Pack. Are you ready to invest in real estate but don't have the time or enough education to do it by yourself? Accountable Equity helps accredited investors who are looking for tax-advantaged investments. So anyone looking for a team of professionals who hold themselves accountable with theirs and your real estate investments, Accountable Equity is your boots-on-the-ground team. Their mission is to bring private offerings to their investors and their clients. With a team of committed and experienced investors themselves, Accountable Equity is always looking for partners to participate in alternative investments which extend beyond publicly traded equities like stocks. Accountable Equity makes alternative passive cash flow possible for more people than ever before in our economy. To find out more, visit AccountableEquity.com. That's AccountableEquity.com. Or look for them on LinkedIn or Facebook. That's AccountableEquity.com or Accountable Equity. That's Accountable Equity, your partner for true, passive real estate investments.